live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on August 21st, 2018 to hit the internet on August 22nd, 2018. I just started over. I did like five minutes of a podcast and I said, this sucks. This is shit. And I said, you know what? I owe these guys more than this. Guys and gals, I owe them more than this. So I'm going to give you a product that's slightly better than shit. All right? That's that's my dedication to you, to my craft, to my God, and my country. So, how are you? If you're new, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Follow me on Twitter, at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Lots of surliness, lots of sass, a lot of cynicism, and a lot of, you know, maybe not just anger, but just uh, elements of curmudgeon. That's that's your forewarning. If that's what you're into, you're going to love my account, because believe me, in the words of Section 308, boy, this guy hates everything. Not everything, but a high majority. We'll give you a B plus, that's for sure. B plus on hating. So, uh, how you doing? How's it going? Oh, 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 you're doing that now. Oh, okay, cool. Cool. So, oh, oh, cause you used to be working there, right? I'm, I'm going to reinvent every, every conversation that you've had at a bar in, in the town you grew up in that with people you don't want to. Here we go. Okay. Oh, really? Oh, oh, he's, he's doing that because he went back to school for that, right? Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Hey, you seen so-and-so? Yeah. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, no. Oh, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Jack was out in Minnesota, right? Oh, he's back. And he's still with Ma- Mandy? No, not with Mandy anymore. Oh, they broke up. Oh, wow. Oh, that's... so. But he's still doing the... Uh... Yeah, he's still doing the landscape. Okay, yeah. All right. That's cool. That sounds like... Oh, that sounds like... Hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to go uh, smoke a cigarette. I'll be right back. Oh, my God. Put a bullet in my head. Okay, so <laughs> I envy you if you have never had to go through those conversations because they are brutal. I'd go to these like little bars and I'd see these people and I'd be like, do not make eye contact. Do not make eye contact. Do not make eye contact. Oh, hey, what's going on? Wow, yeah, it's been a while, huh? Yeah, we were at that party five years ago. Yeah, we talked in this same awkward setting and we had probably what I anticipate to have the same awkward conversation. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Remember, he hooked up with her that night, and everyone was like, "Wow, jeez, oh, can you believe he drove? He was so drunk." Oh God. Anyways, so here we are, people. It is August twenty first, two thousand eighteen, a Tuesday. We are. I am watching. No, the game is over, but I am watching because I, I want to know what happens here. Well, Greg Bird's up, so I'm sure everything's gonna be fine. Uh, it's the eleventh uh, inning now. After Greg Bird almost blew it in the tenth because he can't catch a ball. Yes, yes, Neil Walker's throw wasn't perfect, Jay Hoff, but it was still on Bird. So back off. Um, the Red Sox have lost three in a row. And in the words of uh, my friend Chris Mad Dog Russo, "Oh really? Yes, oh really? Three games in a row now." I know this podcast can be schizophrenic when it comes to this stuff. You know, one, one, one part of the podcast I'm saying, hey, the season is over. It's over. Forget about it. It's done. Start, start focusing on college basketball and football. It's done. And then I'm just like, oh, hey, guys, come on. Keep the faith. <laughs> come on. You can do it. Come on. <laughs> so I, I understand if you say, wow, Brian, you are a complete fraud. Did he just strike out? He did. He, he is. He, he's, he's useless. Greg Bird is useless. He, a paperweight has more value to anyone than Greg Bird. He is garbage. Why don't you lay there till Tuesday? That's when they... Okay. Um, so the Yankees... Hey, man, what, what can you say? I mean, they're, they're, they're hanging around. The A's... The A's are doing what they do every year. They are putting, going on this like magical run that no team has won this many games in this amount of time and look at the second half, the second half of the season. They're winning percentage and then they shit the bed. 
They shit the bed in the playoffs, and you know why? And I'll tell you why, because we do that. Mr. X's and O's, here we go. So what happens is, when you go to the playoffs, you're going to face better competition. You're not going to be facing the run-mill pitcher. You're going to face number ones, number twos, maybe number threes, all right? And some teams, when, when you just don't have that star power, you just can't come up. You can't, you can't get the big hits when you need them. That's what the MLB playoffs is all about. Short series, big star production, and really teams that grind it out. Are they A's that team? We don't know yet. I just earned a job at some dumb studio with that dumb voice and just that dumb analysis that just came off the top of my head. You do not need a brain, people. You do not need a brain. You do not need a brain. (laughs) If you're listening to this podcast, you do not need a brain. All right. So uh, let's stay with the Yankees for a second as I'm watching them on my uh, telephone. Uh, Aaron Judge... I uh, I will admit I will I will put my hand up and I will admit I am wrong. And when I told everyone to calm down, it's only three weeks. He'll be back with his wrist. Aaron Judge is not playing another game in 2018. I can almost bet my bottom dollar on that, and even the top dollar. I will bet all dollars because he's not even he's not even talking about I'm comfortable enough to think about beginning to swing a bat. It is August 21st. He is not coming back. He's not. And if he does, let's just say all right, then he's going to start swinging a bat. What Aaron Judge are we getting? What Aaron Judge are we getting? Oh, Brian, I think the Yankees will they'll sacrifice that that, that uncertainty. <laughs> Maybe they will. But as long as they got Sugar Shane Robinson out there, that's all I care about. Oh god, enough of that guy. We can go with the we can use all the all the white guy intangible cliches for Shane Robinson, but the guy stinks. He's worse than Greg Bird. Listen, high motor, he's like a manager on the field, real gritty, you know, coach's son. He's real real gym rat, you know, all that stuff. <sighs> Can only go so far with that crap. <laughs> only so far. Uh, Aaron Judge is not playing again though. So uh, you got Severino still. Eh, you know he's he's getting a little better there. Stanton is our man. He, he's 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 bringing us through. Didi's hurt. Uh, he'll he'll be back soon. That, that's just a deep bruise. I mean he'll be fine there. And uh, what's his name? The lazy guy Sanchez. He'll be back soon too. So what? Whatever. I mean, the Red Sox are losing. At least that's somewhat positive. But. Um, Jonathan Holder, boy, he is—he's—he's he's low key fat, isn't he? He is Jonathan Holder. Who's this warming up? I always forget that guy's name. Every year, I can never—you uh, pick any year—I can never recite the entire bullpen. I always forget. Seeing some of those guys, now I—I I, I recognize most of them when we when I saw the uh, the uh, honoring the 1998 team, which uh, yeah, what the fuck? Let's jump into it. So. It is what it is. The 1998 team, you can you can march the guys out there on their golf carts. And I always say this, like Old Timers Day, what we think of seeing those guys out there. And uh, they weren't wearing uniforms, so it wasn't as demoralizing that they put old men in uniforms and make them run around like, <laughs> just I can't. I've never understood that. Again, I mean, you've beaten that subject to death, Brian. We get it. Um, but they brought them out in their little golf carts. What, what do they think, too? Oh, everyone's cheering for me. This is when I... This is this was the pinnacle of my life, the highlight, and now it just goes downhill. Now it's gout and osteoporosis. No, no, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> and uh, rickets and diabetes and all that. Yeah, that that's that's what we get to look forward to. Yeah, but everyone was there. You know, Bernie definitely put on some weight. Uh, you know, whatever it happens, everyone puts on some weight. Bernie's looking very fat. Uh, and you know, obviously the the glaring omission there was Mr. Derek Jeter. And I got news for everybody. Derek Jeter is, uh, he's going to be someone that you do not see at Yankee Stadium very often, nor should he have to. I get it. Now, Derek Jeter obviously is an employee of the Miami Miami Marlins, Miami Marlins. And, um, you know, he did his little video tribute 
to uh, the 98 team. It's like honoring the Bulls. With uh, By the way, Michael Jordan's not going to be there. Uh, but they showed him and he had his Marlins, uh, you know, memorabilia, not memorabilia, whatever, his, his PR thing in the background that shows I'm with the Miami Marlins. And, you know, he, he is under no obligation to go there. But, like, this this bullshit excuse, and his daughter's birthday was, what, the 16th? This is her first birthday. And he said, oh, I can't be there because, you know, all the parents out there, you'll understand that, you know, you got to be there for your kid's first birthday. You know, her birthday was on Friday. The ceremony was on the 17th. Now, first of all, I don't really give a shit if Derek Jeter's there or not. I don't like excuses. I don't like phonies. I don't like people like that. So this idea that this one-year-old, unless she's like a diva and channeling her inner uh, Aretha Franklin or something, is is demanding birthday parties on specific days, uh, you can change it there, Mr. Jeter. You can change it. I don't give a shit. I really... I don't give a shit. You do give a shit. You're right. Completely. I'm, this is, see, this is a problem for me. I normally don't do this. I normally don't watch things while I'm doing the podcast. And it's already affecting the quality of the podcast, but I do give a shit. We'll go back to that. But I mean, stop with this. So I go on there and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real classy, Derek, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then you have the cheater sink of it. It's his daughter's birthday. How could you? He doesn't have to. Family first. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Like, and, and then I had to stop because I was getting into arguments with people where it started to give off the vibe that I actually cared if Derek Jeter was there. I really didn't. I just didn't like the phony excuse. Stop it. Stop it. You know, it, a long time ago, I've never been a huge Jeter guy. And a long time ago, I made the joke because Jeter was so good that Jeter sucks. Huh? He's a dick. Huh? As time goes on, I'm just like, hey, you know, I, Jeter does look kind of a dick. Jeter's an asshole. He's a complete asshole. Like, do you actually believe that? I don't think you'll ever see Derek. G- I don't think you're going to ever see Derek Jeter at Yankee Stadium again. Again, not his job. He's moved on. I hope other people understand that. He's not going to have a daughter excuse every time. Derek Jeter's gone. It's over. It's time to move on. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's time for me to move on with it too. Also, speaking of moving on, why is no team signed Hanley Ramirez? I find that to be very, very odd. Now, he was accused of being involved with possibly a murder, but then that stopped. And then he was accused of, uh, he was being friends with some fentanyl dealer in Boston. What were his numbers? When, let me look this up. What were his, I mean, he, listen, he wasn't hit the cover off the ball of the Red Sox, but I mean, clearly he shouldn't even have been caught. And the idea that no one, the, I'm telling you, this is collusion. This is black ball shit that no one is talking about. And I'm breaking the story. Um, let's see. What was he batting at the end of this year when he was cut? 2018, he was batting 254. Okay, so, you know, not, not in 44 games, he had six home runs, 29 RBIs, OPS 708. Like, 708, that really wasn't that much lower than his entire year last year. But you're going to cut him? Now, I know there was the element of if the, he got so many at-bats, then that his thing kicked in. Uh, kicked in for a contract next year, like $24 million, something like that. Why has no other team touched him? That is very, very weird. And uh, I'd like to have answers. I'd, I'd really, really like to have answers. Uh, what else? Anything else going on in baseball? I'll do a little drive-by swiping of the Mets, what I normally do. Now, they're obviously pathetic. Uh, how about that How about that? That, that play last night, huh? They, so they, they're, it's a 1-1 game, the 11th or 13th playing the Giants, and they stumble into each other and pop a drop-up and... And the Giants end up winning the game. It's just, it's classic Mets. It's Louis Castillo's ghost was hovering over City Field. Was it City Field or were they in San Francisco? I think it was City Field. But that's that. Oh, man, the Mets. The Mets, the Mets, the Mets. 
It's kind of sad out here. I don't have anyone to talk to the Mets about and how bad they are. I was just in, I don't know what it is, the grocery store. I don't know what it is about me going to the grocery store before doing the podcast, but I was in there with my wife and, uh, we have gotten so used to this Northern California thing, man. I, you know, you put the card in there and they're just like, Oh, how's your Tuesday going? And it's like, ah, I point to the beer. I'm like, yeah, doing pretty good. <laughs> and you know what that's like? And they're like, ah, you got a cookie or two. And I was like, yeah, that, that one's our favorite. It's like Heath cookie, big one. And they're like, oh, nice. <laughs> and I'm just laughing. I walk out and I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, what the fuck was that? What, what, what has happened to me? And my wife and I are not saying anything. We're like getting to the car and she just looks at me and she goes, who are we? I, I don't know. I don't know what has happened to me. This, it, it's almost like the, the, like parts of my mouth there, like the ends of them are going up at times. And, and I, I, I don't know. I, I just have this, this, this idea, this, this smiling. I don't, I don't understand why. I don't understand why Kyle Higashioka is in the game. Um, not, that's a little odd. Uh, don't really have a backup catcher. But, uh, okay. Uh, anyways, um, what was I going to say? Let's maybe Greg Bird. Well, Greg Bird's not going to redeem himself when they're in the field. I got to stop doing this. I got to turn this, put this away. This has not been a good podcast. I apologize already. I'm 13 minutes in and I hate it too. I hate it too. Not this one's not going to the hall of fame, people. It's not going to the hall of fame. Speaking of not going back to the hall, going to the hall of fame. Let's get back to Greg Bird for a second. How bad does he suck? Drop that ball. that was just thrown there. And how about, how about Tyler Austin's dad going off on him? Huh? You know, that's, like, funny to a certain extent, but it's also really douchey. Uh, you know, first of all, Tyler Austin's father is not a smart human being. Uh, let, let's read this tweet. I am a Atlanta Braves fan. I am an Atlanta Braves fan. <laughs> Already wrong. That means I won the Twitter argument because I, I pointed out a grammatical error. So, yes, my son is on the Yankees. He will. You will never hear me, H-E-R-E, hear me bitch about a player that is not doing well. All these Yankee fans bitching about a player that is not doing well need to chill out. They will come around, sit back, and watch a great Yankee team. Uh, yeah, well, obviously he doesn't have a, not the biggest vocabulary if you're repeating entire fragments of sentences. And then he says that, but then a few days later, 18 home runs for Tyler on the year, but bird is word. Pretty weak that you're counting home runs from uh, minor leagues for your son, because uh, uh, Mr. Tyler Austin does not have 18 home runs in the bigs, so uh, pretty weak. Then he says Tyler has more hits with the Twins in a week than Bird has in a month with the Yankees. Now, that's kind of funny. Uh, he's deleted all the tweets, but, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think you... Uh... <laughs> I like the feistiness, but there's a fine line between feistiness and total asshole, and uh, I think you're you're hovering right around it. Um, also this other tweet here, let me try to find this. Cause I think the guy deleted him. If anyone didn't, if you didn't see this, so Aaron judge was having dinner, uh, with his girlfriend, I guess. And this guy, and, and I don't mean a kid, a guy, an adult, a man hair on his face. Actually, he, he deleted most of the tweets, but here's one here. So it's a picture of Aaron judge talking to a waiter with his girlfriend there. And he says, here you go at TMZ as if TMZ was going to get this and be like, oh yes, we finally got Aaron judge, our golden goose. He wouldn't pay attention to this guy while he was having fucking flame and yawn. Both. Here you go. TMZ, both wrists in perfect condition of the arrogant jerk that just lost a fan on my birthday. No less. Of course. Cause I mean, Aaron judge, I think when you say jump, he says how high, especially on your birthday. Don't forget at the judge. It's your fans that pay your paycheck. Give me one good reason I should go to your next game to support you. <laughs> I don't know what it is with people. Like, I feel like there's almost like a childlike vibe to it. Because 
the Peter Pan Twitter, which, by the way, I, I'd like to say that I, I've actually seen people using that, and I don't know if that was already coined, like I said, but I saw a few people, I think I saw two or three people actually using the term Peter Pan Twitter. I'd like to take credit for that. No, I will take credit for that. I will take credit for that. Peter Pan, you know, be, let me get to the judge thing first before I lose my, it does not take much for me to lose my train of thought. We have this weird, like, child possession thing, meaning you have your kids, you'll defend your kids, and you'll defend them to, from here to kingdom come. You want what's best for them, but when you want them to do something, they better do it and not ask questions. Excuse me. My voice is just continuing to sound weird if I didn't make that burp. It had to happen. Okay. So, uh, but it's it's odd. You know, these people, Peter Pan Twitter will defend these athletes doing anything. They can be arrested for a sexual assault and they're just like, hey, come on, guys, let's hear both sides. You know, yes, he admitted it. She admitted it. Everything happened. But let's just let the legal system play out. It's like, you see what happened. What do you mean legal system? But they, they will do anything and any mistakes on the field, off the field, whatever it may be. But again, there's this like possession element to it that, oh, there's that guy I defend on the internet all the time. He's having dinner. That means he must respond to me. He must do what I say. Hello, you. You don't know how many, I'm I'm actually uh, uh, 125 and seven on the internet defending your honor. That means you have to take a picture of me while you're having dinner. Put the wine down. No, don't swirl it. You can swirl it after you take a picture of me and my wife. Like, I'll tell you people, you hear this all the time from people. Sometimes you don't want to meet your celebrities because your 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 fan favorites, whatever, because it may not be as great as you have it in your mind. And I don't even think Aaron, Aaron judged anything wrong here. It's just the fact that fans think that they have this right to do this. Just let you know, anytime you approach an athlete, they not, may not turn around and go, oh, hey, Jack. Hey, sure, I'd love to take a picture of you. Anything you'd like me to sign? Hey, put a video. Can I say hi to your mom in the hospital? I mean, it just, it's it's not going to be like that sometimes. Sometimes people are going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm busy. Go away. Do you think Derek Jeter's going to stop and talk to you? The captain? Do you think he will? <laughs> the captain. He was the captain. There's no, I, I can't take that. I can't take that away from him. I can't take... Sorry, Eric Bolin. I can't take it away from him, all right? He is the captain. Listen, that guy's a terrible person. That guy who tried to get that picture. And I, I hope something bad happens to him. Oh, Brian, stop it. Stop it. Be good. Be good. Speaking of former Yankees, we really haven't done anything other than the Yankees here, have we? Or Yankees of yesterday. Whoops, what the hell happened there? Yankees of yesteryear and Yankees of present day. I really haven't, uh, really haven't moved on from much here, huh? So the internet was afire last night with the VMA Awards. And that's Video Music Awards for the old people out there. And I'll say, I haven't actually had cable in a long time. So I don't, I was going to say, do I even play videos on MTV anymore? But because, uh, I mean, that's funny. That's that's fresh. That's 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 got a fresh take. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, baby, that's like a 99%. That's like on the waterfront. That's like Citizen Kane. Godfather 2-like. But, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, J-Lo, listen. She was amazing. Is she? How is she 48? How is she 49, huh? And Alex Rodriguez, the world's biggest phony. One of the, one of the, one of the great phonies in the history of mankind. Sitting there being like, oh, wow. I'm loving taking pictures of, of A-Rod because I'm, I mean, of J-Lo because I'm just so in love. I love her so much. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not about me. I mean, he got so much airtime just for putting his phone there and being, like, so excited about J-Lo dance. It was just – it's so crafted and not real. But the internet runs with it. I tell you, it, it's – and I was watching, and again, I, I am – this is totally my fault. You can blame me till the cows come home and whatever animal comes else comes home. Because I don't have cable, 
I mean, I could turn on, you know, something that, that isn't this, but I, I just put on these terrible, to, terrible morning shows. So I put like Today Show on and uh, there's that one woman that she's, I think she's like Middle Eastern or Hoda is her name. And then the other one looks like, uh, Jesus, she looks like somebody. Not Katie Nolan. Well, I guess a little like Katie Nolan, right? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But Hoda's like, oh, I just loved you. She rocked the house, as always. I mean, I just love her. I just love her. Shut up. I mean, it's it's amazing the kind of stuff that they have, like, geared towards men and geared towards women. All you need for, like, those shows is 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 really fun things and empowering women and positive things and... And men, you just need some sort of like, some sort of action thing where, where uh, good triumphs over evil, which is why wrestling's so popular. Exactly. Wrestling has been all over my timeline lately. That, that's, that's, you need that element of just, and the, the, the bad guys can win sometimes and just be like, oh, well, it's not fair. Whoa. I got news for you, by the way. So if you ever been to a wrestling show, the good guy always wins when you're there. On TV, they make it say, no, no, don't go away. Brian, you've probably revealed this secret like 17 different times. Um, I remember, <laughs> I just thought about this. I remember this was ages ago. And this is a story back in the, this is a story in the Brian Buckley vault. I don't know how old we were. I don't know if I was, I can't remember if I was under 21 or over 21. And the reason that's, that's a factor is while well, we were drinking heavily, but the, the, the factor was more so the, the tone of, uh, the activity after the game. So it was a New Haven Ravens game, which used to be with the twins, the Mariners, double A team played in the New Haven Yale bowl, right? Yeah. Babe Ruth played there or whatever. You know, it's such a piece of shit. But, um, I think it was, might've been the same game where I was like picked out to like throw bean bags on the field through like a hole and I didn't get any of them. Um, I might be combining stories, but it, it, it's really irrelevant. So after the game, they have like, and this, imagine this being advertised today. <laughs> Midget wrestling after the game, get ready on Thirsty Thursday at Yale Bowl Ravens game. So I had one friend that went with me. I remember he was like, he was like, I don't even really care about this game. I want the midget wrestling. And some of my other friends were like, we're not staying for that shit. He's like, oh, I'm staying for it. So the game's over. Not many people left. They all flocked to that ring. And I'll tell you, the midget wrestling, they, they were fighting guys, you know, bad guys per se. And the bad guy, the manager then came out and it was like this Arab chic guy. And he was screaming like death to America and like, uh, like <laughs> rickety cricket and it's always sunny. And, you know, he's saying all this stuff. Oh no, no, that's not true. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Reverse that. Throughout the game, we had no idea what was going on. I probably told this story, but they're new listeners, so pretend like you heard it the first time. Throughout the game, there was this Arab sheik guy who would get on the microphone and say death to America to all the people in the crowd. Like, he would walk up the aisles, and we had no idea what it was, what was going on. And the reason I say, was it before or after I was 21 years old? Because I turned 21 about two day, two weeks Three weeks before September 11th, 2001. So I'm trying to think, like, did this happen after <laughs> the attacks? Or is this before? It had to be been before. We were pretty drunk. So I, I maybe I had fake. I, I had a fake ID that wasn't me, a New York ID. Then I had a New Jersey ID that was me that was fake. Or maybe we just went in the parking lot and smoked a lot of weed. I don't really remember. 
But it was fun. But yeah, he was saying all this and he was like getting it into it with the fans. I forgot all about that. He was in the crowd. And then when he showed up like to be the bad guy against the midgets, everyone was like, little people. Listen, I'm just going with what was said there. People went nuts. It was like, no, it's that guy. It's the terrorist. Maybe they did it right afterwards. Oh, man. That story came out of nowhere. I forgot he went up and down. Okay, Brian, you established that. Up and down the aisle like that. Oh, God, that was hysterical. We're all drunk, and this guy is dressed up like, again, like some sort of, some sheik from Saudi Arabia. And he had like a, he had like a, like a paper or plastic, like machete too. And he's like, you're all dumb Americans. You're stupid. Everyone's like, boo, USA. <laughs> and then all, yeah, exactly. The same morons that would like get a wave going or like get the, let's go Yankees. I'll start chanting USA, USA, you, yeah, yeah. Gotta love those starting stripes. Love to leave it. Yeah. Oh man. Good times. Good times. That was that that was uh that was good times. <laughs> Just sitting there smoking cigarettes, throwing down cheap shitty beer, like huddled up against a wrestling ring, watching midgets wrestle and an Arab sheik guy threatening to kill everyone. God. Oh god. Oh god. Oh, New Haven. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what was I? Oh, I want to get into this uh, some some very nice reviews from people. Uh, so we, they they deserve their due. And uh, let, let's let's get to those. Uh, da, 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 do, do, do. Excuse me, jeez, this beer is Lupulin River. I don't know if I spoke about this already. I might have. Again, I started the podcast and then I stopped it because it was so terrible. Yeah, you think this is bad? You should have heard what I got rid of. Uh, from Knee Deep Brewing. It's not that great. You know, I, I thought I remember it being better. Maybe I... I don't know. Not really important because Knee Deep is not sold out near uh, the East Coast here. So, uh, let's see. I already said that one, didn't I? No. No, no. Okay, so, from Mike in New Haven, who uh, hosts the podcast... What's we'll say in a, for, in a second? Subject, awesome podcast. Brian is the kind of podcaster I aspire to be. Opinionated, culturally well-versed, intelligent, and more importantly, funny. I give his podcast a 20-star rating if I could. Mike in New Haven. Wow. Mike, uh, most people in my family don't say that nice things to me. And uh, so, thank you very much. And we will plug Mike in New Haven here. Uh, let's see. Because he has a podcast of his own. Mike Newhaven. It is the Mike M I C apostrophe D in Newhaven. That is Mike Cologne. And on Twitter, you can follow him at when I got the boy. Jeez, he gets fucking good guests. His last guest was Andre Kramer. And jeez, how does he get these guests? I don't have any guests anymore. You should give out the ball, Brian. Yeah, maybe I should. Maybe I should. Uh, okay, come on. Get to the point here, Brian. People are losing interest. They are ready to unsubscribe. And they're ready to do it very, very soon. Uh, Mike. No, not mime. Mike. New. It's Mike in New Haven. Jesus Christ. That was, that was difficult. Uh, let's, let's see. The other uh, things here. Well, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll put you out of your misery in a second here. Just this is, this is, again. This one's not going on the Red Ticket Blues Hall of Fame. And the other two podcast reviews here are what our president today, huh? I don't I have no idea if that's good or bad or whatever. Well, obviously it's not good. I mean, you know, when you you got people around you saying that, you know, cooperating with the federal government to plead guilty to things, it's usually not a good sign. What does it mean for the future of uh, Mr. Donald Trump and his position? That I don't know. But uh 
You go on Twitter right now. I mean, it's just you go anywhere. Well, it depends on you know. It's it's not that big of a deal. Whatever. It's, how's it different? He, he pleaded guilty to a con, you know contribution for his campaign. Big deal. Oh, he's going down. The walls are closing and watch out, Mueller, Mueller, Mueller. I don't know. I don't. Know. I would say today though, if I have to put money, today was not good. Today was not good. But I, how bad? I don't know. That's the insight you get at the Red Ticket Blues podcast. Uh, the other one, RTB is a subject. What a great podcast. I've become a better husband and father for listening. Well, well, thank you very much. Uh, Joe Blow, 7778. Monday from Zawil Z, Mark Mongo. Host is really Mark Mongo. Uh, I am not Mark Mongo. That is Mark, excuse me, Mark Mongo question mark in the subject. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not Mark Mongo. I'm, I'm, I'm Brian Buck 13. And then... With Mr. Wet Bandits, I mean, this, I don't know if you can top this review. So the subject says religious experience, where I'm already sold. I'm ready to give it first prize. First prize at the pig farm. I am ready to do it. I've been feet away from the Queen of England, gazed atop the Eiffel Tower, prayed at the Vatican, held a newborn child in my arms, even scored a goal in New Jersey State playoff hockey game. When people ask me what about the events that shaped my life, I tell them only one thing. I was on the Red Ticket Blues podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, if you can do a better review than that, I urge you to do it because Mr. Wet Bandits has set the bar pretty goddamn high. So thank you to all of you. Uh, as always, I appreciate it so much. It's uh, it's it's a pleasure and an honor, whatever. I don't really have much else for you guys. I, I, this, I mean, I could touch on the same thing I did last week, the football, man. I, I'm not going to make it a big deal, but still, these 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 penalties keep coming. And listen, most people with a brain are not watching preseason football, which, scary enough, I'm sure people could probably throw numbers at me and say, no, you're wrong, Brian. Plenty of people are watching. But some of these penalties, I don't know, was there a major rule penalty, interpretation of the rules? We're seeing roughing the passer calls and, and actually, you know, tackles with just absurd penalties. You know, the start of the season is not that far away. So... I'm not not sure what to expect. This this could be very bad, and the game of football could be very bad. Oh, but what about the kneeling? Oh, God. There's so many things about, like, football. All the outside things going on are so goddamn annoying. Just play the game. Play the game. It was meant to be played. Smash Mouth, all right? Smash Mouth grinded out football. I don't care about these guys' brains. And you know what? I, I'll say this. If they're going into football... And I know my wife, she goes, I don't like, she never was a big fan anyways, but she goes, I really don't like watching football because of their, what's happening to their heads. And I say, I don't care about their brains. I mean, of course I care, but at the same time, like on, if I see somebody get lit up and their head, like, you know, I just like, oh my God, man, how did he dis, why even play anymore? But like, if you think that I'm like, like getting all worried about every little hit, I'm sorry, I'm not. These guys have elected to play this game. It's a little different. You know, I, it's not like they're being forced at gunpoint onto the field to get in a three-point stance. It's, it's, they're choosing to play this. Now, what are the long-term effects of football? We'll see what happens going forward. And I, I said this on Twitter. This is completely different uh, from what I said. I said, I'm excited to announce I've joined The Athletic. They said they were looking for someone with little talent, got basic facts wrong, and swore a lot. Luckily, Red Ticket Blues checked all the box, boxes. Thanks, Ken Rosenthal. I've had 25 likes on that. I just want to make sure everyone understands I am not joining The Athletic. That was a complete joke. The Athletic wants nothing to do with me. Uh, I would probably just shit on every single person there and how important they think they are and how journalism is. Oh, God, you don't understand. Journalism is akin to breathing. You need good sports journalism. <laughs> 
Imagine thinking of that. You're so self-involved. You need good sports journalism. Oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a sports. I'm a sports columnist. <laughs> it was a long time ago where we used to think that like that wasn't a big deal. Yeah, I'm a sports columnist. Yeah, I write for the Daily, whatever. Now it's just like I write for the Athletic. Yeah. I give people news about the Oakland Athletics that they need. <laughs> Whatever. The Oakland A's will blow it again. We all know it. Anyways. Uh, da, 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 da. I think that's about it. No, and I saw Kobe Bryant's going to play in the, the big... Well, we'll save that for another day. All right. Not Again, I apologize, people. Not the best podcast, but you know what? There's plenty of other ones you can listen to uh, where you know, I really was good. <sighs> Used to be someone. Could have been someone. Was has been all that. Twitter at Brian Buff thirteen at Red Ticket Blues. Leave a review so I can uh, talk about you on the podcast. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, the whole deal, and uh, tune in as well. That that's still a functioning uh, venue. Uh, yeah, that, that's about it, people. Um, let's say Tuesday. I'm probably not going to do another podcast this week. I got some things. I got some things cooking. Um, so I love all of you. Before we uh, check out, let me see if the Yankees are still playing. And uh, see if I can find some way to blame it on Greg Bird. Uh, da, da, da. They're still playing. And... Oh, they took the lead! And Greg Bird's at the plate. Let's listen. Well, do you really want to listen? John and Susan will... Let's just see what he does. <laughs> this is so stupid. Now I'm like, if he gets like a home run here, I'm going to be angry. I want him to do bad. Like that's that's the weird thing when you start having this like irrational hate for some players. It's just like, then it becomes, if hey, cut it out. Well, maybe we won't do this anymore. Okay, all right. This is stupid, anyways. Uh, I love all you guys. Appreciate it. And uh, like I said, probably won't speak to you again. But enjoy your weekend. We will uh, speak again. And, uh, all right. Kill him, Brian. Love all of you. Well, that being said, smooth it out. This is a story about the drifter who waited for the worst, but the best lived cross town. Who never 